Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yo, Matt. Here you go, Danny. Afternoons on the score. Where we are right now, you said number one, uh, the number one overall pick in help. Is that what you said? Yeah, you said it, right? Yeah. How about the number two overall? Could that help? Yeah. Number three, there's a lot of picks that can help. That's how I look at that. And that's how we look at it. We know the picks that we have coming in. We're going to add a lot of good football players. And as you look at history a little bit, too, on whether you get the first or the second pick, third, you never really know how they all are going to turn out. We understand what position we're in right now. Oh, Luffy. That's amazing. Uh, it's true. Sometimes the number one overall pick doesn't work out. But you still want it. He sounds so sad, Lovey, because his voice is hurting. So it's, I just felt like, I felt pain for Lovey in that moment. Oh, man. And I've been scolded by Lovey. I oh, have. Sure. I have incurred his wrath on live radio. I'm sure our next guest has as well. And the list of people who he's incurred the wrath of has to be long and distinguished. He's the general. One of my favorite guests to put on the radio because he just sounds like football in the state of Texas. John McClain has been covering football in Texas longer than Houston has had a professional team. He joins us from gallerysports.com on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline. Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. General, how the hell are you? Guys, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me and Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. Are the Texans going to try to win and do the Bears a solid on Sunday? They'll try to win, and uh, everybody in Houston outside NRG Stadium is hoping they lose because they want the first pick. You know, the Bears are doing everything they can to lose, and it doesn't matter which quarterback Texans play. They've all been awful. Pep Hamilton's been one of the worst coordinators I've ever seen. He's ruined Davis Mills in his second season. They're just they're awful. I mean, you know, the Bears beat them early in the season, and and uh, so everybody wants to have a choice of any quarterback. The fans here want Bryce Young. They want D'Amico Ryans as their new head coach. He's one of the most popular players in team history. Second-round pick in 06, rookie of the year, played six years. And, of course, he, he and Shane Striking of the Eagles will be the hot property when it comes to assistant coaches. And the fans that they had in the media would love to see D'Amico Ryans as the next head coach and Bryce Young as an ex-quarterback, but that'll come down to what general manager Nick Casario decides to do. And as someone who wants them to have the top pick, the Colts are so bad. Six losses in a row, outscored 58-13 the last two games. But, man, oh, man, 
The Texans stunk it up at home against Jacksonville, suffered their worst loss, 31-3. to And uh, so that's why Lovey Smith's going to be gone. His, his season has been worse than David Culley's, and uh, they got to get their act together. Lovey was kind of a compromised candidate when Jack Easterby tried to get Josh McCown hired. They were a, there was a turmoil, a fiasco, and Lovey kind of steadied things. But fact is, they've been terrible, and it's because of their offense, not because of Lovey's defense. So that said, if Lovey Smith's job is not secure, and he he was he means it when he says he was going to try to win, and how about the number two pick? Is it possible that anybody from the front office gets in Lovey Smith's ear and says, "Hey, take the the foot off the gas pedal a little bit"? No, I think there's no way that uh, Lovey will be back, and um, uh, I feel bad. As I've known Lovey since he's with the. Buccaneers and I like him and I thought they would do better. The over under on the Texans, they were four and thirteen last year under David Culley and they had all the Sean Watson debacle. They had all kinds of issues. The Josh McCann, that was a debacle in itself and and uh so the over under was four and a half and I told people, why in the world would you expect them to win fewer games than they won under David Culley? You got a quarterback coming off five consecutive impressive games in his rookie year. He may not be the guy, but he deserves a chance to start. You're going to have new coaches and people are going to be fired up. And then boy, they, I thought they were nuts. I picked them to win six. They're going to win two. And it's not the first time I've looked like a moron. It won't be the last. We're talking to John McClain. He covers uh, Houston sports and the Texans for gallerysports.com. Bears need to lose to the Vikings Nate Peterman should take care of that, and they need the Texans to pull an upset of the Colts. Texans only a two and a half point underdog. You mentioned how bad the Colts are. Like, you handicap the game. What chances do you give the Texans of actually pulling this thing off uh, on Sunday? They had played three consecutive impressive games. They lost by four to the Cowboys. They lost by six in overtime to the Chiefs. They beat the Titans, and I was worried that they might actually screw up the first pick and beat Jacksonville. Yep. They'd beaten the Jaguars uh, nine consecutive times in 15 of 17. Jacksonville hadn't beaten them in 85 games going back to 17, and the Texans didn't show up. And so I feel after watching that effort in NRG Stadium, where the stadium wasn't even half full, that uh, I feel pretty confident they'll stink it up in this game. Sam Ellinger, quarterback who's starting for the Colts, he's from Texas, he's from the University of Texas, so I tell people he's going to have his best game. He wants all his old girlfriends and fans and coaches and his family to see him play, so he's better to throw out there instead of Nick Foles or or, uh, Matt Ryan And if you want the Colts to win. One thing to keep in mind, as bad as the Colts are, they still are better than the Texans in offense, rushing, passing, defense, defense against the run, and defense against the pass, as bad as they are with that six-game losing streak. <laughs> this game is going to blow, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yo, it's, just, hey, whole... it's important. I'm writing a column right now about all the significance. <laughs> oh, it's so significant. This game. It just sounds terrible. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> cares but Houston and Chicago. Oh. And truthfully, I don't, I, truthfully, I don't know with 
with what the Cubs have been doing. If anybody up there cares here, nobody ah, cares about the Texans. Yeah. They can't wait for spring training. So Yeah, you were surprised uh, to get our call. Right? Uh, you, it, Chicago. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> I didn't know anybody cares. I've had I do eleven talk shows a week and I've had five extras. <laughs> and uh and this was the one when you guys asked me, I figured that's what it was. And uh because it's it's a battle. I'll tell you guys a funny story. Two thousand six it was the 49ers and the Texans. They played in San Francisco. We called it the Bush Bowl because the team that had the worst record would draft Reggie Bush first overall, we thought. Yeah. And that was before everything came out about Bush. So the Texans, they pulled their starting quarterback, David Carr, and said he announced in press box he had an elbow injury. We went up to his locker afterwards and said, David, which elbow is it? He looked at his left. He looked at his right. He looked at us. In other words, he didn't remember what he was supposed to say. <laughs> oh, crap. And I said, was it your right one? Oh, yeah. It was, yeah, it was the right one. <laughs> or the left one. Yeah, it was, it was an yeah. elbow. It was, it was it was one of the elbows. Uh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a weird thing. It's gonna be it's gonna be a weird week, but it, it does matter and all this. But I, so you are so well sourced. You've covered the NFL for so long. I, I'm curious what your perspective is on what the Bears are potentially have in front of them here, General, because it if the the Bears have Justin Fields, but they get the number one pick, I'm curious. I would think build around Justin Fields, trade the number one pick for a bunch of assets. But I could see an argument of if you love Bryce Young and you got him at the start of a rookie deal and Ryan Poles didn't draft Justin Fields, maybe you trade Justin Fields. What would your outsider opinion be on if the Bears got the number one pick and had Justin Fields? Or move Fields to running back. He's better than most of the backs in the NFL. Um Let's see. What I there's two great prospects who aren't quarterbacks. Jalen Carter and Will Anderson the third, tackling in, edge rusher. They're gonna be graded really high. So if the Bears wanted one of them, they could not trade down behind the third spot. Mm-hmm. And then the team they traded with would get the first quarterback, and then the Texans, if they stayed at two, would get the second quarterback, Yonder C.J. Stroud, and then the Bears would be guaranteed to get one of those two guys. And uh, But they know that when teams need a quarterback and they're desperate, they're going to give up more. The Texans have 11 draft choices this year, two number one picks, counting the Browns. They have 10 next year, two number one picks, counting the Browns. So the Texans aren't going to give up a number one pick to swap one spot. And maybe, you know, the general manager, Nick Serio, says, hey, you know, I love Bryce Young, but I like C.J. Stroud better. The key is they want whatever they want to do, they'll lie about it because they don't want the Bears to know what they want to do. It's going to make that first – it's going to make the build up to the draft so interesting and exciting as the Bears decide what to do. I'm guessing the Bears don't want to trade down too far because – there's not many truly impactful players. The Texans are desperate for Will Anderson. They're desperate for Jay, Jalen Carter. They need a tackle. They need a pass rusher. But, boy, you've got to get that franchise quarterback when you have a chance. People say, wait till next year and get Caleb Williams. Yeah, and they pull around and finish third. Yeah. Do you think, do you think that Justin Fields is a franchise quarterback, John? And not what I've seen so far. And, you know, how much is that because of the new system, players around him? And, uh, you know, he's a great runner. But, boy, you know, you guys know you can't be a great runner. That's not why they're paying you the big bucks. And so 
I would think he'd have one more year to prove himself as a passer, and hopefully they can get some weapons around him and continue to build Matt Eberflus's defense. But the Texans, like, if they're going to take a quarterback, they are desperate with that Browns pick to get a big play receiver because they do not have one. They spent first and second round picks on Derek Stingley's junior corner and safety, Jalen Petrie, and and had another first-round pick they used on left guard. But they have got to get a weapon like TCU's Quentin Johnston, who I think will be the top receiver. And the Bears better get a receiver in there, too, and maybe more, because what's the point in having a franchise quarterback? You know, it's like having a Mercedes with a Volkswagen engine, unless you're going to add talent to that to the, to help the quarterback. John McClain. You are the best, sir. Love talking football with you. Gallerysports.com. Tell Lovey Smith we'll build a statue for him if he wins this Stop game. I'm telling that, guys. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, John. I wonder if uh, this is it for Lovey. But I keep thinking this is it for Lovey. He said, I mean, he said he said he, he's definitely getting fired, so it's definitely it for him in Houston. Sounds like it. But, I mean, and, is Lovey going to finally be like, okay, I'm good. I don't know. That's a good question. There's, there's no, no other NFL team is giving Lovey another head coach. I don't know job. about that. I mean, he keeps getting jobs that I didn't think he would get, starting with <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> that, that, yeah, it's been a while. I'm just starting uh, with Tampa. Yeah, yeah. Really? yeah, honestly, all these jobs I didn't think he was going to get. That's that's true. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I think I think this is his last NFL head coaching game. So hey, send Lovey out a winner. Yes. Let's go. Right. Rally around Lovey and get the Bears the number one pick Told, in the draft. Yeah. And so I'm thinking about it now for the party. For QB call, one and one. Right. We get a profile picture of Lovey Smith, like his head on the wall. Like I want him at the party on Monday if he comes through. It's a great point. Do, do you that, have a Lovey Smith fathead? I don't think so. Well, I'm, but I'm sure that one. we could probably come up with one. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who yeah. from and one are we going to get to come to the party? The Good professor. Question. That'd be great. How the many? Professor. Were the, the professor. Hot sauce wasn't hot sauce one of them. Skip to my Lou. Skip to my Lou. Yeah. Uh, Sebastian Telfair, right? Was wasn't he part of and one for a little while? There we go. Yeah. No, I just they have their QB one and the first pick in the draft. QB one and first oh, no. doesn't work. Ampersand pod. It doesn't. It doesn't. Doesn't roll off the tongue. Quite so. Well. Parkinson's has had bad ideas before, guys, but this one is not bad. No it's way, okay. dude. No yeah, way. Yeah, it's okay oh, to say. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, yeah. Most so of good. what you do sucks, but <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that was so kind. Thank you. Hey, I got you, it's man. It's so good to be yeah. back. Do we, do we do another hug in the five o'clock hour? I'm so excited. Do we do another hug? Yeah. Hear that you were working today. And now it's like I'd like to repurpose our best material later on at five. Yeah. So yeah. I think the hug so far was the best. So. That's, that's what we're peaking with. Uh, listen, don't get mad at John McClain for the fields as a great running back. Okay, I know he tried to be the analogy king. He stole one of Shane's automotive analogies. Oh, the Mer- yeah, the Mercedes yeah. with the Volkswagen. Is yeah, that you? I mean, it kind of. Yesterday, I said that it's like. You're asking Tony Stewart to go out on the NASCAR track and drive a 94 Ford Fusion, and everyone else gets their regular NASCARs. And Justin Fields is given the 94 Ford Fusion, which we found out was not a car in 94. Oh, they did the not make a Fusion later. in 94, yeah. I, so that was on me, hand up. 
don't do NASCAR analogies. Do you? Uh, no, but I was able to follow that. Oh, yeah, th- that that's like a, like a household analogy. Yeah. Everyone knows that Tony Stewart drove NASCAR, tried to kill a guy. You do have cars, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. all right. I, I lose this one. I thought you'd be with me on that yeah, one. That's no, fine. But you just said most of my ideas suck. I'm going to be with Shay. Touche. We're on well the said. We're, we're all on the same team, yes. but we also always... Fight with each other. Yes, and so tear that's, each why other down. I, that's why I thought, like, hey, that actually is a good idea. We don't have to play the Parkins' stupid thing every time he says something. <laughs> One thing I know about NASCAR, they do indeed, Brian, stand for the playing of the national anthem. Yeah! Oh. Stand up, America! <laughs> why did I come back? Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, it's a great song, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you hear? NASCAR's not going to mind it at all, right, fellas? What did I hear? Did you hear? You probably didn't. Shane and Tanny performing the Parkins and Spiegel show? I did. I did hear that. Okay. That was a good video. They could represent Spiegs at some point, maybe later on in, in the show, but they, they did a great job. They're very talented. They, they, they're the show. Yeah. yeah. They, they are the show. People are saying. <laughs> People are saying. That actually sounded like Trump a little bit, too. That's what he's going oh, that was. I thought that was supposed to be Spiegel. People are saying. No, no, no. People are saying that it's it's really Tanny and Shane. And I, I, go, I go home and I, th- I think to myself, I, I'm part of the show. <laughs> I didn't realize that he spoke in that high of an octave, but I like oh, it. Oh, he does. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm Matt Spiegel. What's up, man? I love the idea that you confuse Spiegs and Trump. I know. I think, I think that will just eat away at his soul. Well, think, hey, babe, does that sound like both Trump and a little bit Spiegel? Just, I mean, when you said those two words. I, I kind of, yeah, okay. I can hear it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it, it, it same could. ideology, same <laughs> vocal. <laughs> Happy anniversary, by the way, Mark. What? Oh, stop. stop. Happy anniversary to me? Stop. For what? It's January 6th. Oh God! <laughs> You're the worst person. Oh my God! That I know. Uh, Dan Weeder joins us at four o'clock. Coming up next, Tanny pulled. I was not there. Just- a lot of people think I was there. <laughs> I was not there. Everybody, you weren't down there. I was. Tanny pulled Justin Jesus Fields' God. takes from Seriously. when I was gone. I think just to trigger me, it's next nice on the score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Justin Fields. Whatever. Dan Wiederer at 4 o'clock. It's a huge weekend for the future of the Bears. This is way bigger than a wild card playoff game against the Saints in an 8-8 eight and eight season. This is the opportunity to not only control free agency, but also control the draft. Nate Peterman loses. Lovey Smith wins as a two-and-a-half-point underdog. Got like a 38% chance of both those events happening. According to the gambling odds, Bears get the number one pick in the draft. And then the fun begins, Mark Grody. Then the fun begins. I, I will see your Nathan Peterman yeah. and raise you a, you ready for this? Tim Boyle. Oof. I would not be shocked if you saw Tim Boyle playing quarterback for the Chicago Bears along the lake front against the Minnesota Vikings. Tim Boyle! Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes to lose. Like, if Nate Peterman comes out and has a 75-yard touchdown pass on the first drive, you bench him immediately. Get him out. Get him you out. bench him immediately. <laughs> you see become... Eberflus all frantic. Where's Boyle? Where's Boyle? Yeah, I want Boyle. Yeah, get him. Yeah. Throws Boyle into the game. Get in there. Yeah, absolutely. You have to. If, if, if the Bears win, yeah. whoever is responsible for the Bears winning will be cut by Ryan Bowles. <laughs> You, they would be the least popular Bears ever. You cannot win this football game. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Peterman Reality Tour. Braxton Jones did not get pummeled that. Get him out of there! Yeah, oh, if he holds up in the pass rush, absolutely. This is Who are the Bears' eight best players? They should all be inactive. <laughs> they should all sprain their ankle that morning. They should be surprise inactives. I don't even know who that would be. Yeah. So they don't have eight good players. It's getting harder and harder between health and just the, the lack of existence of those. And so you, God. So, because Jalen and Eddie are out. Who, on it, let's, Josh Blackwell was placed on injured reserve while you were out. No, no. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, what? he's out, and he, uh, you know, he's being championed as a Pro Bowler. Patrick Scales out. It's maybe they brought in another long snapper. So Cole Komet, I would say, would be a top eight bear. Yeah. Well, right. you got Brisker, Kyler yeah. Gordon. Yeah, so sit, sit Brisker, sit yeah, Gordon. Sit You've been great. Thank S- you. Sit Cole Thank Komet. Thank you. And then, and then sit a couple of offensive linemen just because you want Peterman to be, be under pressure. That would be like manslaughter <laughs> yeah, that's for those quarterbacks yeah. out there. Alex Leatherwood has to play center this week. Dieter Iceland at, at left tackle to start this game. Thank you, Braxton. Yeah. Riley Reef, you've had a great career. Thank you. <laughs> We're going to go with Leatherwood this week. Yeah, it's a Leatherwood week. And as a matter of fact, Tevin Jenkins, neck injury and all, we're going to pull him off of IR. We're playing him. We're going to have him play right guard. That's a good idea. Cody, thanks for everything. (laughs) David Montgomery, it's a dangerous position. Why don't you sit down? Can the log snapper play guard? (laughs) Why is the guard out there in a neck brace? (laughs) (laughs) It's a surprising strategy. We're trying it out. And you don't have to do that in the first quarter. But if if something weird happens, if Peterman, hey. you know, the the Vikings pasty is terrible. They give up like 400 yards a game. No funny stuff. No funny stuff. No funny stuff. I want to see David Montgomery starting the fourth quarter at quarterback in this game. Yeah, well, but see, <laughs> the Bears are so good at run blocking that the Wildcat might oh, actually that's... be a better offensive yeah. option than Peterman. I think Peterman with backup offensive linemen is the safest way to guarantee And this. no more of this Cole Komet coming behind center and pitching it to the quarterback for a 21-yard no, run. No fancy like no. that. No, it was, it was awesome. Cool. But none of that this week. It was very cool. I think that was the Bears' coolest play this year. It's the coolest play since Santa Slay. It was the coolest designed play. I feel like Justin Fields individually oh, well, has yeah. probably like 15 I'm plays that are cooler. Creatively. Is Matt saying. Nagy's play sheet still in any of the old drawers in Matt oh. Eagles' office from the Cleveland game, maybe? <laughs> Let Matt Nagy coach the game. He's like, what's this? That's a good idea. Yeah. Yes. Bring him back. Because didn't, isn't it, wasn't it on a Matt? No, Matt Nagy called a playoff game with the Chiefs, didn't he? Didn't he call the a playoff game? That yeah, they lost? The, the the Titans game where they didn't yes. run Kareem Hunt. And enough. the Bears hired him. And, and the Bears hired him. We had to ask him about that <laughs> yeah, in his yeah, first press Yeah, why conference. didn't you run the NFL's leading rusher more in the playoff game? Yes. And yeah. he, he answered it just like he answered every question. Man. Badly? No. Well, it got bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, like, he just... I done got fooled by Matt Nagy. Yeah, so, so what we so were thinking I. there in that situation was, <laughs> yeah, we we got we got fooled, uh, and that's real. It, it was it was real. Um, so Tanny has gathered Justin Fields takes that aired on this station since I've been gone that I think he thinks are going to make me mad. Don't act like this was my thing here. <laughs> These these perfectly well-reasoned takes that will offend you. Don't act like this is my thing here. This is your thing. I said I wanted to be caught up on all of the anger that I'm seeing on social media. Because I got to be honest, I haven't been listening to much of the old radio station. This is Tanny's brainchild. We'll put it that way. (laughs) Uh, It's Tanny's idea to play these thoughts. But uh, who are we starting with? Where are we starting, Tanny? Uh, well, Brad Biggs kind of uh, set the tone for our day yesterday. That's a good guy to start with. He's the football man of the Tribune, and he was on the morning show yesterday and was asked about Fields' season. Okay. Well, he hasn't accomplished nearly enough as an NFL passer, and that picture is far from complete, but it's, it's, uh, it's not a pretty picture right now. They've got a bad offensive line that's been established. They need to improve there. They've got a very poor group of skill position players that's also been established and and that's kind of been par for the course in these parts if you go back over the last 
you know, two decades or so, the Bears are used to playing with receivers that aren't great. And the quarterback hasn't played well enough, not nearly well enough. And and that's uh, a conversation that some folks refuse to uh, take part in or listen to. I'm sure you get calls along those lines, but he has not arrived as a passing quarterback in the National Football League. You say, well, I, you can't even evaluate fields. Well, there have been quarterbacks that have been sacked a ton and still put up big-time numbers, quarterbacks that have played behind poor offensive lines that have delivered numbers that, that are light years ahead of what Fields has put up. And so the counter would be, well, they had great wide receivers. Okay, they had better wide receivers than what the Bears have. I, I grant that. If they want to get to an elite level, all three of those areas have got to be significantly better. That's very interesting. Um, okay, so – Justin Fields has not arrived as a passer. Fair. Fair. I won't debate that point. But he's a second-year player. Maybe Brad has an example. I do not know an example of a player who has been sacked and pressured like Justin Fields has and has produced. And he says there are some, and they have had better wide receivers, and I'll grant you that. But I don't think there are any in their second year. Like when he talks about Aaron, like I assume, like there's a Aaron Rodgers, I believe, was the most sacked quarterback in the NFL the year they won the Super Bowl. Like that's an example that gets thrown around a lot. But I mean, Rodgers was years, he sat for years, and then he was years into his career when, when, when they went to that Super Bowl, right? So it's a, it's a combination of a lot of things. And people, oh, you're being an apologist for Justin Fields. I feel like you're just presenting context and yeah, grading on a curve a bit. Second year in the NFL. First year in the system, horrendous pass-blocking offensive line, horrendous wide receivers. He has no help. If he's talking about, like, well, there have been guys who have been sacked a ton but have produced at way higher numbers as passers, I'm assuming they have way better receivers and they're veterans. That, that's a huge thing that Fields doesn't have yet. He, he's now gathered the experience, but I don't think, and maybe I'm wrong, I don't think there's an example of a second-year quarterback that's been hit as much as Fields that has produced with crazy high passing efficiency. That, that is probably true. And everything you said is correct with what is around him and not around him, but the fact remains, even with all that, we still have not seen a consistent passing game yeah. out of Justin Fields. And, and so no matter, no matter what. So what Big said, it's spot on. We haven't seen it. Yeah, and yeah. It, but, it, but to me, to me, the only thing with not, not seeing it, it's like it shouldn't take too much imagination and projection. I don't feel like I'm asking too much when you see some of the flashes and the, and the high points yeah. to say, well, damn, what would it look like if he had better pass blockers or better pass catchers. Like we were talking about earlier, the the Ohio State blueprint is real. You, you can use that. Moments that Justin Fields has had this year have been real. And the evaluation that has had this nice little crescendo from Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus as the season has gone on. Yeah, and so the other so so a couple textures have pointed out Burrow. Burrow takes a ton of sacks. And their offensive line was atrocious last year. And they, you know, played in the Super Bowl. But Coming into this year, Bill Barnwell ranked the Bengals as having the best group of offensive weapons of any team in the league. Like Chase, Higgins, Boyd, and Joe Mixon. <laughs> Bill Barnwell, before these, literally the best group of skill position guys 
in the entire league. So, so yeah. And by the way, Joe Burrow's better than Justin Fields. Like Joe, Joe, Joe Burrow was the number one pick in the draft, was an unbelievable prospect, and is a top five quarterback in the NFL. So, yes, Justin Fields doesn't have the support that Burrow has, is younger than Burrow, is not as good as Burrow. Yeah, hey, well, I'll concede all of those how, points. How about the the Tua argument, too? Because the, there's a guy that some people thought he was on his way out of town or yeah. that he that that he's a bust and he's not a starter in the NFL, and now they're put some people around him and there is revival this side of all of his concussions. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. Now you don't – and. You don't know if Tua is going to keep playing, and right. it's, it's why I'm not. It's not totally fair, but it's why I'm not interested in Bryce Young, the small quarterback. It's hard. Tua looked great for a while, and then he's been hurt, and he's got everything you could possibly ask. Right, he's got a franchise left tackle, two franchise wide receivers, a good tight end, a couple of good running backs, an offensive head coach. He's got everything you could possibly want. Uh, Kyler Murray makes some unbelievable plays. Would you love it if the Bears were sitting here with $250 million tied up in Kyler Murray? I wouldn't. Mm -mm. Uh, so it's it's real tough to to sell me on a young, uh, on a small quarterback like that. Um, all right. What do we got? Uh, Brad, uh, we, got uh, we got a hub? We got a hub take? All right. What people should be watching is how he throws the football, what kind of passer he is, and, and, and what kind of decisions he's making. And 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 that has been going backwards the last three or four weeks. Not backwards. It is it, let's say it stood still the last three or four weeks. And and because it is so rare to to have uh, you know a first round pick or even a second round pick, and because there are, and I don't know if any of these kids this year are the one that I'd want with the first round pick, but there's going to be four of them in the first round at least. And and you have to evaluate that you got to make decisions you know one of the things that i've been thinking a lot about guys and i've heard nobody talk about this is that i'm not so sure that the bears couldn't be a great team by drafting a new quarterback of the future and keeping justin fields as a combination running back you know super tool um you know phased whatever you want to call it and they could build something really interesting with something like that if that's what they need i'm not saying he's not going to be the next great quarterback he may be but but I just think people have gone too far and and, and that, that they've overrated what he's done so far. I disagree. Um, listen. Go easy on, on this one. Uh, I know you've been out for a little while, but Hub had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> he's very, very frail right now. No, no. And Danny may have one right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my just God. Take it easy. He's an elderly gentleman. <laughs> oh, my God. He's lost 35 pounds. <laughs> Whew. I'm so glad Hub is back. I love Hub so much. I'm so glad he's back on the score. But let's not let's not make him out to be <laughs> Taysom Hill or Tim Tebow. It's not the ultra back. Let's not. <laughs> yeah. This is a guy who completed nearly 70% of his passes in college and has had great stretches. Uh, I mean, a passer rating of 97 through 10 games. Uh, uh, right. I gave it earlier week five through week 16. This is, um, this is not Taysom Hill and, and <laughs> is it wow. personal with hub? No. <laughs> Ohio state, Michigan. It's uh, yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get, people are asking. I'm kidding. By uh, the way. Um, that's hilarious. Uh, wow. That one took me off guard a little bit. Yep. Bears. Uh, bears. It took, um, them, it took them off guard, Mark. <laughs> it took say? him off guard. Took him off guard. 
Just say bears. Bears. Cleans the palate. Bears. Cleans the palate. Yeah. Well, the other part of it is, um, what do you think someone would trade for Justin Fields? Like, let's say the first part of what Hub said is right. That actually resetting the clock, five years of a rookie deal, you like Bryce Young more than Justin Fields, Ryan Poles would draft his own guy, whatever. In that scenario, you still don't have a pass rusher, a three technique, a left tackle, a number one wide receiver. Like You still need a ton of assets around Bryce Young. You wouldn't turn Justin Fields into Taysom Hill. You would no. trade no. Justin Fields right. for multiple high draft picks. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's no combo player in the NFL that would be worth more than what – because some team would say – Hey, you know the guy who was about to break Lamar Jackson's single-season record that played in the Big Ten that was the 11th overall pick that, uh, you know, had that awesome game uh, against the Packers where he completed 80% of his passes and had 250 yards even uh, when he threw uh, only completed 20 balls, right? I mean, what was he in that game? T- 10 yards per completion? Like, you know, some team out there would say, well, we'll trade you a first and a second for Justin Fields. So even in the scenario where you were building around the number one pick in the draft at quarterback, you're not making Justin Fields a gadget no, player. No, I, no. I like it. The modern day slash, call him the, oh, amp, the oh. ampersand. Cordell, <laughs> the ampersand. Oh my god! Imagine Justin Fields and, and my guy Kari blasting game in the same backfield. Oh. Lethal. <laughs> that is. Things have gotten weird when I've been gone, huh? With Stetson Bennett at quarterback, a <laughs> meth dealer. <laughs> this is so strange. Okay. Well, this is a good idea for a segment you had, Danny. We got more, right? We got we got more field stakes? No? A little national stuff maybe to get to? They're like, no, we no don't. more that you'll disagree with. <laughs> not, 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 okay. Cool. I'm, I'm actually glad I was here when... Danny reacted live to the hub thing because I was just wait I was just waiting for the I actually think it's a be a gadget guy. What? what? Shane was like, be kind. I mean, yeah, my stomach hurts. That was that was uncomfortable. I love it. I do love that Hub came back with his fastball. Like he he may have been down. Too. He may be a little bit fragile right now. And he's getting so much, so much love, and he's like, "Screw it, I'm not sure about Justin Fields." As a matter of fact, he might just be Raymond Harris. Yeah, not being sure about Justin Fields is fine. Right, skepticism is okay. Drafting yes. another quarterback and turning him into a gadget player—I mean, not a great football thought respectfully he sounds like i mean he should just say i'm out on justin fields i'm out i'm out jerry that's it oh my god is that spectacular my skin is crawling bob bob arkin oh my god dan weeder at four <laughs> parkinson speak on the score Parkinson Spiegel Show flashback. 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 I tell you what, before I leave, I got to remind you, uh, Tanny, remind me to fill up my application for a full time job here. Uh, the last four weeks I've been here, I haven't seen Spigs and I haven't seen uh, Danny Boy. I know, coach. I know. Sorry. This one wasn't my choice. You know, the thing is, too, God, I. I should have texted Dave. He probably would have gotten Jimmy Johnson's jet. But uh, where's Spigs? So last year, 
we were supposed to go to Naples while Steph was pregnant with Eli, and we were going to go on vacation and take Owen and let him see the ocean and between Christmas and New Year's, go to a place where it's always warm and have a great time. But it's a Parkins and Wanstead Christmas special. Dave was going to be there. He like invited us to the house. He's like, bring the kid over, get in the pool. It was going to be amazing. But we ended up canceling because there was a, a COVID scare while Steph was pregnant, and we we were being conservative because she had had you know the pregnancy where Owen came so early. So we we canceled that trip voluntarily. And this year, we're supposed to go back to Naples. Dave isn't going to be there, obviously. They're still recovering from the hurricane, so we almost didn't go. But the apparently the local people they they want you to go down there, spend money in the restaurants, the whole thing. The house we had rented was not damaged, so we were gonna we were gonna go to Naples, and Southwest canceled it. I got caught up in the whole Southwest fiasco. Oh, no, and I don't know if you followed any of it on social media, but this is like an all time Parkins mush because it was on the news that the lines at Midway were so terribly long. That we, we had scheduled an Uber. We had scheduled a car, and she's like, we got to get there even earlier. So I canceled the Uber and moved the Uber 30 minutes earlier. And we got there, and we checked our bags. And we checked, and our friend said, carry on your car seats and check them at the gate. I'm like, well, we're only going to do that for Owen because he can sit in a car seat in the plane seat. But for Eli, as a lap child, we're checking the car seat. We don't want to bring a lot of bags on the plane. Would so, you call him a lap child? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they call it. What the hell is that, man? That's what they call it's it on planes. Like that forever? <laughs> that's what they call it on planes. He's a lap child. You don't get a seat for him. You keep him on your lap. You got your lap dog. You got yeah, your lap like child. like a shih tzu. <laughs> <laughs> Always hopping up there. It's a support child. That's what they call him. Emotional support yeah. child. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> no, he's an emotional damaging child is what he is. Uh, hey, he's a lap child. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the airlines call him. On the laps. Just put him on a lap. So we, you know, we're flying Southwest. Bags fly free. But we were like, we're gonna, we're not gonna bring our bags onto the plane. We're gonna check all the bags and just bring onto the plane the things we need to entertain the kids on the plane. So we got more hands free to deal with with the two kids. So we check three suitcases and a backpack, and then we walk right through security. Literally, don't stop. We're at the airport two and a half hours before the flight. It's like my worst nightmare. Got to keep kids entertained. I'm like, this is so easy. Traveling with kids is easy. Everything is easy. This is so easy. Flight gets canceled. Like, oh, no problem. Southwest flies to Florida 20 times a day. No, no, no. You can't get there. We don't know when we can get you there. The lines are hundreds of people long. The app crashes. The phone number crashes. The whole thing crashes. We don't know if they're going to reimburse you at this point. $1,500 a ticket to get there on American Airlines the next afternoon. It was only supposed to be a five-day vacation. The Airbnb host won't give us any money back on the refund, out thousands of dollars in the house, can't get anyone on from Southwest. Grody, we got our bags back. We got the car seat back yesterday. Oh, my God. We were supposed to fly out the 26th. Wait, we got the car seat back yesterday, January 5th. Okay. We got the three roller bags back, like January 2nd or 3rd. We were supposed to fly the 26th, so this is seven or eight days. They sent the luggage to Florida. Oh, Jesus. Even though we never got on the plane. Oh, I only found that out because I went back to Midway the morning of the 27th in person because they said, we're not pulling any luggage. We had to have Marta, the hero, get another car seat, install it in the car, drive to Midway to get us because else, how are we going to get the kids home? Nice to meet you, Marta. That's on the 27th. 
Airbnb not being refunded, no rebooking, no word from Southwest, no one answering the phone, lines a million miles long, people sleeping in the airport, won't find our bags, send the bags to, to Florida. The only reason we have our luggage back, no joke, is a member of the mob, works for Southwest at Midway and found my luggage in a pile of thousands of bags he sent me the picture he was looking for someone else like they were like literally like here's a bag go find it that was their system for identifying bags and he had seen on twitter that my stuff got canceled and he as he was looking through individual tags by name because the system was down and the scanner with the barcode wasn't working he saw parkins and he sent me a dm and said hey man is this your bag and there were two other ones of the same type of luggage right next to it. And he got it set up for it to be delivered to my house. It is so good to be you. Yeah, no, nothing bad say, happens. You're so lucky, man. Yeah, I mean, to be known for being on the radio yeah. and have like that type of comfort afforded to you. That sounds like a good experience yeah. to me yeah. overall. Yeah, that's actually. what I said. That sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah. Got found your bags. So that's in. great. Hey, yeah. thank you to that listener, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Oh, man. Shout I don't think seem to appreciate it, but I know no, I would. He doesn't appreciate it. Wait a second. Shout out. I'm hooking this guy up. Don't worry about that. I've already made him a Cubs ticket offer. We are gonna it's gonna be fine. I was like, let's go get beers. He 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 is great. Don't worry. That guy trust me i am dude there were people who spent christmas in airports we it could have happened to us on our return flight we we this will we'll see what southwest reimburses us for the airbnb this only cost us disappointing owen who really just wanted to get on an airplane and he was like why can't we go on that airplane oh uh-huh. like you know he doesn't even really understand the concept of cancellation Idiot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, he's like, there's an airplane right there. Let's get on that oh, plane. No. Let's, let's get on that plane. Uh, but so he, <laughs> Yeah. Seriously. But like, so instead of going to Florida, I said that's not the lap child. <laughs> instead of going to Florida, I end up at the Shed Aquarium in Great Wolf Lodge and hanging out here. That's not bad. It was yeah. not, it was Love not bad. the Dells. No, 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 Shane. No, no, no. No, we went to Gurney. Shed Aquarium. Oh, you, you slumming it, Gurney. Yeah, well, it's a Gurney. Christ. Couldn't even bring the kids to the Dells? Hold on. No. Breaking news. Day trip, baby. Gurney's like 25 minutes from home. You didn't stay overnight? No. Oh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Paid for the old day. How pa- cheap is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Signs a new $1 million deal. Can't take his kids to the Dells? I, I did the old day pass. Hundred kids under three are free. Owen doesn't turn three until uh, the seventeenth, so it was a hundred bucks for me, a hundred bucks for Steph. You just had to get in that lazy river. I had to <laughs> skim next time. I mean, Southwest is paying for your Airbnb, which is definitely going to happen. Yeah, bro, that's the thing. Like, they're, they're definitely not reimbursing for that Airbnb. So this was thousands of dollars out, and I swear to you, the only person I've heard from from Southwest is a listener who got us our bags back the I, the institutional failure of by that airline is unbelievable man unbelievable but it was it worked out i think we've have we thoroughly debunked the idea that danny did not have an awful experience because yeah, 100%, yeah. Yeah. okay i'm bags, so i'm never going to naples who still don't have their bags of course i'm saying i'm lucky it could have happened to us while we were somewhere else we were very we had to just go home and the listener found the bags mob but if, but I mean, come on, 
it's gonna end up costing me like four grand. There's some suckage. We, we we lost the Florida vacation. Disappointed the kid. My wife <laughs> yeah, right. cried in the airport, what? and we lost four yeah. grand. It wasn't well, I think great. You disappointed Wani most of all. Yeah. Yesterday yeah. he was like, oh, you know, Danny's down there in Naples. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm Where's bra- Danny? I mean, oh, he was giving me restaurant recommendations. The whole thing. Yeah, break the guy's heart. Thought I'm not gonna go see him in Naples. And I bet you had on the airplane. You probably had the the a the a section, right? Did you have? I mean, of course. Yeah, of course. Preferred I'm, seating. I'm, I'm always for paying the extra forty five, but whatever it is, 50, I don't care. You're fine. Wow. Well, no, I, actually, I, actually I'm about these two, yeah, I, I've had enough I, of I, your group seat. Yeah. Can, can, I, can I? Can I tell mm, you this? Crab dip. <laughs> this time, I actually didn't. Because with kids, oh, you right. get on automatically after uh, the A group. Oh, you do? Yeah, okay. family boarding with Southwest. You're like B1. Yeah, I retired from doing the seat. The, the like, you may or may not get a seat where you want. You know? Yeah, you, oh, you've, if you've got a lap child, front of the line. That's let's right. go. Right this way, Can you sir. get those You're at the airport? Child. Do they have those at the airport? Can I just grab one? <laughs> you can have mine. <laughs> the lap child? <laughs> you, you can have mine. Five and a half kids. He's turning 17. He's still a lap child. If, that, if that's the perk. <laughs> right, right. 17 year old sitting on his mother's lap. TSA pre, y'all. That's it. Oh, Dan Weederer. Sounds like a great break, man. Yeah, it was, a, it was a blast. Dan Weederer talks football with you next on The Score. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.